0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's Fair and 41 at the KVOM studios. Today is Monday. It's the 17th of April, 2023. Rich Mollers with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we'll see sunny skies today, a high of 75. Clear overnight, our low of 53. Some clouds early Tuesday, gradually becoming sunny and a high of 80. Tuesday night, clear skies, a low of 59. Wednesday brings a slight chance of rain through midday, then partly sunny in the afternoon, high of 79, 50% chance of rain and thunderstorms Thursday, our high 75, and a good chance of showers and thunderstorms Thursday night and into Friday. Right now, it's fair and 41 at the KVOM studios. Let's congratulate our employee of the day, Amy Arnold at Mooring Company Realtors have no obituary announcements to pass along to you, so let's get straight to our news this morning. A toddler has been reported missing north of Moralton. Three-year-old Asher Brett Sewick was playing in the backyard at a residence on Woody Drive off Kordsmeyer Lane Sunday night. He was last seen around 8.30 p.m. He's described as Caucasian with blonde hair, three feet two inches tall, weighing 32 pounds. He was last seen wearing a white t-shirt, green shorts, and brown sandals and his direction of travel is unknown. An Arkansas Amber Alert was issued for Asher and crews searched throughout the night. An additional search party was organized this morning at Lakeview Landing off Highway 95. If you have any information regarding the location of three-year-old Asher Brett Sewick, please contact the Conway County Sheriff's Office at 501-354-2411. That's 501-354-2411. A post made by the Conway County Sheriff's Office on Facebook has been shared many times. If it doesn't show up in your feed, go to KVOM's Facebook page and you'll find a photograph of Asher. And once more, if you have any information, contact the Conway County Sheriff's Office at 501-354-2411. Pettyjean State Bank announced a pair of large community donations to its stockholders last week. Bank President Charles Pinnick says, a donation of $5,000 was made to the Rialto Community Arts Center for the continued renovation efforts of their gallery, while $30,000 was donated to the Wayland Holyfield Place Project in downtown Morleton.
1: We're excited to support both the projects and show our support of them and the community. There's been a lot of volunteer hours and work done so far, and we felt that Petty State Bank was to support the two projects separately but financially.
0: Pinnick says as a locally owned community bank, it's important for Pettyjean State Bank to support projects like these that improve the community and the local economy. Conway County Regional Water customers will see higher bills starting next month. A scheduled $5 increase to the base rate customers pay each month will be implemented May 1st and reflected on your May 31st billing statement. Officials say the increase is needed to fund a water system upgrade. Due to increased demand and frequency and peak demand periods, Conway County Regional Water will be installing an additional 24-inch raw water line to its plant, as well as an additional filter. Approaching 735, it's fair in 41 at the KVOM Studios on our way today to a high of 75 with sunshine. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 736, Fair and 41 at the KVOM Studios. Let's remind you once again of our top news story. A toddler reported missing north of Moralton. Three-year-old Asher Brett Sewick was playing in the backyard at a residence on Woody Drive off Kordsmeyer Lane Sunday night. Last seen around 8.30, he's a Caucasian with blonde hair, three feet two inches tall, 32 pounds, wearing a white t-shirt, green shorts, and brown sandals. An Arkansas Amber Alert has been issued, and crews gathered at Lakeview Landing off Highway 95 to assist in a search effort that's been going on all night. If you have any information regarding the location of three-year-old Asher Brett Seawick, contact the Conway County Sheriff's Office at 501-354-2411. More sidewalks and crosswalks are being installed in Moralton to increase safety for pedestrians. Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer says the crosswalks are being added now, mainly around school zones. We're completing crosswalks at the, at the Green Street where we built the
2: sidewalk and we had to cross the road there to get to the other side and North St. Joseph uh, there at uh, where Club Rally is to, to the Sacred Heart School, always trying to make our kids safe, trying to get to school. So now
0: all of our schools are connected by sidewalk. New sidewalks will soon be built along Oak Street from Harding Street to the Spring Meadow subdivision. That project is being funded largely by a $350,000 grant from the Arkansas Department of Transportation's Transportation Alternatives Program that the city was awarded last year. The Conway County Care Center is once again collaborating with local schools for the third annual Raymond Chambers Memorial Serial Drive. Chambers was a longtime Care Center volunteer and educator in Conway County. He was still active in helping the Care Center and South Conway County schools when he passed away in November of 2020. The drive culminates during Teacher Appreciation Week, May 8th through 12th, and Care Center Manager Cindy Lucarello says, The collections help the center meet the cereal needs for families throughout Conway County during the summer months. She says it's easy for anyone in the community, not just the schools, to get involved in the collection effort.
1: You can buy some cereal, you can drop it off at the care center on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, or Fridays, or you can even drop it off at Haynes Ace Hardware. Uh, They are gonna have a, a bin over there also for collections. So if you can't get to us, you can go over there or if your business wants to challenge another similar business, that is awesome too. That's, that's worked well in the last couple of years.
0: Last year, more than 1,500 boxes of cereal, along with several cash donations, were collected during the drive. Well, marijuana laws are changing constantly across the country. One thing that hasn't changed is the legalities behind impaired driving. Thursday, April 20th, marks the unofficial marijuana holiday and there will likely be an increase in marijuana use. To help keep drug-impaired drivers off roads, the U.S. Department of Transportation's National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is teaming up with Arkansas law enforcement to spread the message that drug-impaired driving is dangerous and illegal. NHTSA wants to remind all drivers, drive high, get a DWI. Those who plan to use marijuana on 420 or any day should not drive. If you find yourself drug-impaired, don't drive your vehicle, give your keys to a sober driver, or call for a ride that can safely take you home or to your next stop. Remind your friends to never get in the vehicle with an impaired driver. If you have a friend who's about to drive while high, advise them not to drive and help get them to their destination safely. They'll thank you later. Taking a look at our community calendar for you now, the Plumberville City Council will meet Tuesday night at 6 in the community room. The Perry County Fair Association is holding a Drawdown fundraiser this Saturday night at 6 at the Perry County Fairgrounds. The Drawdown is a fun game of chance for the community to enjoy during their meal. Each ticket purchased includes a ribeye steak dinner for two, with baked potatoes, rolls, salad, dessert, and drink. The ticket holder also gets one free entry into the Drawdown game. Tickets are $100 each. Only 140 tickets will be sold, and sales will end this Wednesday. For more information, check out the Perry County Fair Association page on Facebook or call Tessie Mix at 501-215-9752. First Presbyterian Church in Moralton will hold its monthly Fellowship Supper Potluck Wednesday at 6 p.m. It'll be an intergenerational game night with a night of good fun for all ages around board games. Hot dogs will be provided, but you can bring your favorite side dish or dessert. Call 501-354-2187 for more information. And Main Street Moralton is seeking vendors for the upcoming farmer's market season, which starts May 4th. They're looking for those who offer local produce, farm items, locally prepared food products, plants, fresh-cut flowers, and unique handmade arts and crafts. Home gardeners and hobby farmers are encouraged to apply. Resellers need not apply. Find Main Street Moralton on Facebook for an application. If you're just joining us and you missed our morning news, keep in mind it's easy to time shift your listening by subscribing to the free KVOM News Watch podcast. It's available from Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud on our website or app. And you can subscribe for free. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 7.42, it's fair and 41 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, we'll visit with Mary Wood with The Safe Place. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning Newswatch continues.
1: Gene, back. Right in
0: town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender.
2: This is News Watch on K V O M. Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Marlton High School senior Cheyenne Kemp was named Friday to the second team of the Arkansas Sports Media High School basketball super team for the 2022-23 season. Team members were voted on by a panel of sports writers, sportscasters, and other sports media from around the state. Five players on the girls' at first team are Maddie Cartwright and Ann Krusty of Greenwood, Chloe Clardy of Conway, Maddie Holt of Bergman, and Farmington's Jenna Lawrence. On the boys' super team, Bigelow's Bennett Wilson was listed as an honorable mention after leading the Panthers to the Class 2A state championship. The Marlton High School baseball team picked up its sixth consecutive win overall and moved to 5-0 in 4-4 conference play with a 10-0 win over Mina on Friday afternoon in Marlton. Now 10-6 on the season. The Devil Dogs will play a non-conference game at Mayflower today at 4.30 p.m. We'll have the broadcast of that game for you live on Motown Radio, 92.5 FM and AM 800. The Marlton High School softball team suffered its first 4-4 conference loss of the season on Friday, falling to mean a 3-1 at Devil Dog Yard. Loss is the second consecutive for the Devil Dogs after an eight-game winning streak. Marlton is now 12-3 overall, 5-1 in conference play. And Devil Dogs will host Greenwood for a non-conference game Today at 4.30. Senior Sam Reynolds threw a one-hit five-inning shutout with 11 strikeouts for the Wonderview High School baseball team on Friday as the Daredevils beat Sacred Heart 8-0 in the first game of a one 4 conference doubleheader in Wonderview. Senior Matt Bingham had two hits and two RBIs for the Daredevils while Reynolds and senior Gage Looney both drove in two runs. Junior Mason Dole had the only hit for the Knights. Wonderview completed a sweep with an 8-5 win in Game 2. Daredevils now 13-4 overall, 4-2 in conference play, the Knights fall to 0-8 overall, 0-7 in the conference. Both teams continue conference play on Tuesday. One of you will host St. Joseph, while Sager plays at Guy Perkins. In softball action, one of you beat Sager Hart in a single game, 6-3 on Friday. Lady Knights are now 3-7 overall, 2-5, and, and one a four-conference play. The Lady Daredevils improved their record to 10-3 overall, 6-0 in the conference. One of you will play a non-conference game at home against Central Arkansas Christian today at 4.30 p.m. Sacred Heart continues conference play at Guy Perkins on Tuesday. The Nemo Vista softball team picked up an 18-1 win over St. Joseph and Conway on Friday and won a four conference play. That win, the Lady Redhawks are now 10-6 overall, five and two in the conference. They'll play a non-conference game at Perryville on Tuesday. The Nemo Vista baseball team suffered its first conference loss of the season on Friday, falling to St. Joseph eight eight to nothing in Conway. Red Hawks are now 10 and seven overall, six and one. In 1A4. They'll play a non-conference game at Westside Grizz Ferry today at 4 p.m. Marlton High School soccer teams were swept by Hope in for a South Conference play on Friday in Hope. Girls and boys teams both lost to the Bobcats 4-0. Marlton continues Conference play on Tuesday against Boxite. Marlton's Maddox long picked the Harding University baseball team to a 6-1 victory over Southeastern Oklahoma on Friday. Senior right-hander tossed eight innings of one-run ball with seven strikeouts to improve his record to 7-2. The Oklahoma Christian University baseball team came up just short in a good old fashioned Pickers duel, falling to Eastern New Mexico 22 21 on Friday night. Marlton's Jaron Hill did his part for the Eagles, going 2 for 5 with a grand slam. In Saturday's doubleheader, Hill had five more hits, including two doubles and a triple and an RBI as the Eagles lost both games to the Greyhounds. The Arkansas Tech softball team swept East Central in a doubleheader on Saturday. Marlton's Gracie Farrell had a hit and two runs scored in the 7 0 Game 2 win. For the Golden Suns, one of his Bailey Wright was one for three and scored the game's only run as Louisiana Tech softball team beat Texas San Antonio one 0 on Sunday. Tommy Edmonds single in the bottom of the tenth inning gave the St. Louis Cardinals a five four win over Pittsburgh on Sunday afternoon. Cards start a three game series against the Arizona Diamondbacks at Bush Stadium tonight at six forty five. You can hear that game live on Motown Radio ninety two point five FM and AM eight hundred. The Arkansas Travelers split a doubleheader with the Springfield Cardinals on Sunday afternoon at Dickey Stevens Park. Springfield won the first game, 10 to 5. Arkansas bounced back in the second game for a 6 to 4 win. The Crabs are off today before starting a series in at Frisco on Tuesday. Fifth-ranked University of Arkansas baseball team finished off its three-game sweep against number 16 Tennessee with a dominant 7 to 2 win in Sunday's series finale at Baum Walker Stadium. Hogs are now 29 and 7 overall, 11 and 4 in Southeastern Conference play. The number 11 Arkansas softball team completed a three game sweep of UAB with a 6 0 win on Sunday afternoon at Vogel Park. Look at weather now on this Monday, and we've got humidity right now at 81% with calm winds, Barometric pressure 30.11 inches, low temperature this morning 37 degrees, high yesterday 67. A year ago today, the low was 46, the high was 50. And already in the last 24 hours, it did get four tenths of an inch of rain. Uh, with that storm on Saturday, total rainfall for the year at the KVM Studios, 23.02 inches. Sunset this evening, 744 Sunrise tomorrow morning, 636. And a weather forecast calls for sunny skies today. Afternoon high near 75 degrees. Mostly clear tonight with a low around 53. And then decreasing clouds on Tuesday The high near 80. slight chance of rain on Wednesday. A little bit better chance, it looks like, on Thursday and Thursday night. Right now we've got fair skies and up to forty five degrees in Marlton at seven forty nine on KVOM Newswatch continues in just a moment.
1: Daddy Gene State
0: Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. It is
2: 7.53 now on KVOM. We're going on a close-up interview this morning by Mary Wood, Executive Director of the Safe Place Incorporated. Good morning to you, Mary. Good morning. All right. It's good to have you in with us. We talked to you, I guess, probably last month. Gave us some good updates and information about what the Safe Place does and Good to have you back this month because April is is the Child Abuse Awareness Prevention Month. Is that right?
1: Yes, absolutely. And, you know, people don't always think about it. But the fact is, is if someone is going to abuse their spouse or their boyfriend or their girlfriend, chances are really good that they're also going to abuse their children as well. Now, it's not 100% of the time, but there is a very high correlation. It's well over 50% of abusive personalities will also abuse their own children Mm -hmm. and so when we can help a community or a family or an individual break the cycle of abuse it's it's huge it's far-reaching in their family it doesn't just stop the abuse of the spouse it stops the abuse of the children as well
2: right and uh i don't know any statistics on this but i guess if uh Children are abused or see abuse in their home. Are, are they more likely to be abusive themselves?
1: Absolutely. Statistics show us that it's probably about close to sixty percent of little boys that are raised in a home with abuse will themselves grow up to be abusers as an adult, and little girls who grow up in a household that has abuse will grow up to choose abusive partners as well. So the the consequences of of breaking the cycle of abuse in a household can affect generations.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And you're talking uh, last month. You go into the schools, so you have the education programs in place, and hopefully, that's hopefully that's making a difference.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. We have a child advocate that goes into the schools, and um, Dale Quaid is our child advocate, and he does an excellent job with a variety of topics in our schools one of the things that's real popular right now is internet safety Uh, that's a really big thing for our kids Uh, anti-bullying is really big and there's also a very big correlation obviously between bullying and being an abused child you know if you grow up in a household where abuse is normal that's all you know mm-hmm. and so the chances of a child that grows up in an abusive household being a bully is pretty high mm-hmm. or interestingly uh, a child that grows up in an abusive household may be bullied at school um, mm-hmm. because you know we have different personalities in abusive households we have the aggressive personality we have the submissive personality mm-hmm. so you'll see both extremes in children that grow up in that type of a household
2: yeah. Yeah, absolutely so Very important to get uh, the word out, and as you said, stop it uh, really before it can can get started. Absolutely. Well, anything else with with a safe place? Uh, I know, obviously.
1: We are just so excited to be working in this community, being able to get into the schools. I was able to speak at the uh, fundraising uh, softball game uh, the other day and speak to the Rotary Club. I will I will speak to anybody who will give me a microphone about uh, domestic violence, about um, the effects on the home and on the community, uh, any type of, of gathering. Churches, community groups, I'm willing to get out there because I firmly believe in what we do and I believe that what we do breaks cycles in families and households and individuals and that we are a voice of hope mm-hmm. to make a difference in these situations.
2: And, uh, yep, saving lives. Yeah. For sure. So, Absolutely. All right. Well, again, if anyone, I guess, needs uh, services of the safe place need to reach out to you, what's, uh, what's the best way they can do it? We that.
1: have a 24 7 hotline crisis number it's 1-888-554-2501 we have an advocate available 24 hours a day they're very knowledgeable they're very good at their jobs and they can connect you with whatever you need
2: okay all right mary wood executive director of the safe place incorporated here in marlton and joining us this morning we thank you so much and we're, we're happy to have you on anytime i am glad to be here It is 7.58 now on KVOM.
0: You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast
2: edition.